Hey guys, I'm Ben. And I'm Pam. And welcome back to Head and Heart 1313. 13. Hey babe, how you doing? Um, I'm doing pretty good today. What about you? It's been a long day, as you both know, but I'm happy to be doing this with you right now. That should be the highlight of my day. Hope it's the highlight of yours as well. Yeah, it's going pretty good. So I'm really excited um, to be doing this part. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a hot day today, and <laughs> it was quite the busy week. We had a lot of things going on, so yes, finally glad to be coming up on the end of the week. Um, full transparency, this is, um, what, our second recording? Yeah, man. Yeah. You, you, we want this to be good for you guys, so this is the second time we recorded this, so hopefully you guys enjoy it. Yeah, so, and... and, and it's just kind of like funny how everything has been going on today because like we're depending on 5G network right now. Yep. <laughs> I, I have no clue why, but we use a recorder on our laptop and for whatever reason, not working. So thank you, Apple, for creating a good device for us to do this on. Oh, good more than that. There's an internet outage. Yep. Internet <laughs> outage too for whatever reason also. So uh, shout out Centric Link, get that fixed. Appreciate it. Yeah. Um, but again, good job Verizon for having good five G. Yeah. So we're like, we're like, this is this is one of those days, but it's gonna be good. It is. The show must go on. The show must go on. It's gonna be really good today. We're talking about a really good topic, um, an interesting topic. And before we get into it, I just want to say. Thank you to all of those who are listening. We appreciate that. Uh, We appreciate your attention. We appreciate you. um, We appreciate you sharing and liking and commenting on the podcast. And we would really appreciate it if you would rate our podcast Mm -hmm. and uh, leave a good comment um, so that we can continue to get it out to those around the world if you didn't know we are international we've Yay. got people listening all over the world and we are so grateful and so honored to even have that opportunity to do it so thank you absolutely absolutely so just thank you guys here and we're gonna get into our topic for today and i think we kind of started it a little bit it's we're going to be talking about imposter syndrome so don't know if you guys have heard about imposter syndrome. I'm pretty sure if you've been paying attention to some of the little hot topics that are going around um, in media places, everybody seems to be talking about imposter syndrome. And my wife brought it up to me and thought it would be a great topic. Well, I think it's like highly appropriate for this particular season in our life. And I think we should honestly get right into it and talk about it. So I like posted something on our socials about how we were going to be discussing it mm-hmm. and giving like behind the scenes of what we're doing right now. So in this season, for those of you who don't know, we are planting a church. Yes, we are. Um, and it's very exciting, very, very. exciting things. And um, we just, I don't know. Like, there's so many things that go along with planning a church more than um, you could even imagine. It's not even about what we initially thought. Because I don't think think we even initially thought anything like that. It it was just kind of like we didn't know. Yeah, I mean, a lot goes along with it. You know, there's ebbs and flows in it. Some days you feel good. Some days you're wondering if you're doing enough. And maybe one today would have been one of those days for today us. It was for one sure. of those days for sure. <laughs> yes. I like literally had it on my face. I really tried. Yeah. Um, 
because I've seen several of my friends today and I really, really try to wear like a really good face, but <laughs> they know me and they could tell like, oh, what's yeah. going on? And today was definitely one of those days. Yep, yep, yep. But we're, I think we're going to be getting out of it and continue to do it in a better way and to see it rather in a better way. But imposter syndrome. So we're doing the church planting and a lot of things come from it. The the weight of what it, what it comes out there. And I think you put it like that in our social media as well. The weight that comes behind it as well. So we're, we're going to discuss it from that standpoint, probably other standpoints as well. But let's give a definition of imposter syndrome. So it kind of refers to an experience of believing that you're not as competent as others perceive you to be. Yeah. 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 And it's kind of weird because people may have this perception of you and then you have to figure out, do I even live up to this perception they have of me? Absolutely. Yeah. So in a nutshell, it kind of makes you feel like you're an imposter, like you're against the word, like you're a phony or a fake. Yeah. And and before we give you like behind the scene details of like the church plant, I'll just speak from a different standpoint very quickly. Yeah. Um. So many of you know that I homeschool our children and I very much enjoy doing it. It is wonderful. Um, I, I really enjoy it. But I have a bit of um, imposter syndrome when it comes to that. You know, um, there's already, you know, the idea or the stigma or some people already have like these these thoughts that, you know, homeschool homeschooling parents aren't real teachers, so they really they really can't teach their kids. There's already out that stuff out there. Um, the truth is, we are qualified to teach our kids yes. um, by law. Yes, <laughs> um, but more than that, um, I have a bit of imposter syndrome um, when it comes to that because when people do see uh, the stuff that I do for homeschooling. You know, or they'll ask me questions because you've been doing it for like over seven years. You have so much information. You have so much knowledge and wisdom. And I'm like, <laughs> sure, I do. <laughs> um, and so it's a bit of imposter syndrome feeling like I, I have a lot of self-doubt, even though I have wins, even though I have like proven victories. And even though that I have been doing it for seven years and um our kids have grown so much uh, intellectually, um, you know, education-wise, just if we're just talking about studies. Um, because of all of that, I feel like there are there are enough victories, there's enough wins that I could look back on and enough um, evidence to prove. That's the word yes. I've been trying to look for. Enough evidence to prove that I am a good homeschooler but imposter syndrome still takes place and takes root sometimes absolutely and from my standpoint i think i said this maybe a maybe a month or ago or so on a different podcast that i recently have become a licensed pastor and along with that now i'm starting to find myself you know maybe in rooms with other pastors or people who do ministry as well. And I started to question myself as well. Like, do I belong in this group? Yeah. Do I belong in the room with these guys or these women right. who are doing these incredible things? And then other people, you know, they find out that you've done the work, you know, to become a pastor. You've studied to show yourself approved and things of that nature. 
And they start to look at you and expect you to have answers to questions that maybe you never answered before. And I start to question myself, okay, am I a fraud? You know, do is this really who I am? Do I belong here? And that's what we're talking about with imposter syndrome. And there's a lot of different signs that come with it. And we've talked about some right now, so such as like self-doubt, just doubting yourself or maybe beating yourself up or how you perform or even whether or not you can actually overachieve or if you don't, you know, or are really taking a look at how adequate you are and what your skills are for whatever it is that you're looking to. So also like one of the things is like attributing your success to external factors. So it's like, it has nothing to do with you. Like you, you did nothing like you weren't basically when you give all credit to someone else for your success, uh, because you don't believe that you were smart enough or you were capable enough to actually achieve the the in the area that you had. And I'm just going to be honest. That's a real thing that we're dealing with right now. Yeah. You know, set aside homeschooling. The biggest thing we have, one of the biggest things we have going on besides trying to expand our, our family is planting this church. Yeah. And I think, honestly, let's just first start out and say, um, this is something that God called us to do. Yes, he did. In this season in our life. This is Mm -hmm. absolutely something God called us to do. We are not doubting that. Mm -hmm. Uh, What I do believe is what's happening is the same thing that always happens when you're going to do something for the kingdom of God. The enemy always attacks you. Absolutely. Absolutely. I feel like this part of imposter syndrome is just one of the attacks. It just has, so happens to have a different name to it. And this is also this is just like one of those things. It's not to say that we have ever planted a church before, so we shouldn't be nervous because we've never planted a church before. Yeah, no, not at all. <laughs> First time. Right? So, of course, you have your natural nerves. But I think this is a little different. I think this is actually us looking at ourselves sometimes and just saying, really, can we actually can we actually do this? Because everything else that we've accomplished in ministry has been all God. Right. And 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 here's the thing, you know, truthfully, uh, it has been all God making those connections uh, performing miracles, mm-hmm. changing and transforming lives, uh, answering the prayers and all of that. But what I also believe is we are partners in Christ. Of course. Yes. So our obedience played a part in that. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, though, it's easy to look over a very, a very important part aspect of it, which is the obedience part mm-hmm. for us and just go to God's supernatural part and be like, well, <laughs> he's do- and he truly is doing all the heavy lifting. So like he's doing all that. So really, I I had I did nothing. I did absolutely nothing and I can't do anything because he does everything. Right. I think it's yeah. Yeah, and, and some people will use imposter syndrome as motivation, but in this instance, at least for our perspective trying to start this church, I don't think we use it as motivation because I think we see it in its true form. And hopefully it's something that you guys take out of this as well. If you're struggling with imposter syndrome, recognize it as a, a, a tool 
that Satan uses against you. Mm-hmm. Because when you think about imposter syndrome, what you're doing now is you're probably projecting upon yourself what you believe other people are saying about you. And they may not be saying this at all. Whether or not you belong here, whether or not you're adequate enough, whether or not you should actually be doing the things that you're doing, whether you belong in the room where it happens and stuff like that. that that's, that's a lie from the enemy that makes you think that and it's making you think that other people are thinking that about you. And in actuality, probably are not even paying that close attention to it the way you think they are. Mm-mm. But because we see the world the way we see it out of our own two eyes, that's the only vantage point that we have. Right. You know, we're and because it's a glaring issue to us, because yeah. again, we're the center of our world, we feel like, oh, I see my flaws, or oh, I see this issue. Everybody else has to see it also as well. And that's just a trick of the enemy to, to get you off course to make you feel like you're less than when you're not. That's so good. Yeah. So, yeah, imposter syndrome, I believe, is definitely from the pits of hell. Absolutely. And and to get back to, because that was a very good point, mm-hmm. to get back to what we are dealing with. Yeah, man. Because we've never planted a church, those feelings are like 10 times heavier. Forget, forget feeling inadequate in ministry. Yeah. I believe everybody feels that way at some point. Forget that. This feels like times 10 because this is actually something we've never done before. Right. You know, and so can we really lead? Will people really come, you know, like you have all of these thoughts and then it's blown up into life-size proportions because of imposter syndrome. And, um, you know, people are so encouraging. They are. They are so encouraged. We have been nothing but encouraged by the people who know that we are planting the church. Yes. Uh, they have been, there have been volunteers. There mm-hmm. have been people like, what can I do to help? Or like, you know, giving ideas, even even lending their own minds to help us build what something so beautiful that we believe God wants to build in right. Cannon Falls. And the thing about it is, though, uh, even all of that, even in the face of people believing in us so much the imposter syndrome then comes to say yeah they think you're great but they don't know the real you you actually suck (laughs) (laughs) and so you feel like an imposter you feel like you're walking around just yeah we got this and we can do it and i'm sorry what do you want to say no i was gonna say and then what does that do it now adds more pressure to you it does it does add more pressure oh my goodness it's a circle so it's a vicious circle where now it's like okay that they think i'm good they think i can do this but i don't know if i really can so i gotta perform so now Mm -hmm. you go into overachiever mode Mm -hmm. okay and you go into doing more and you put more pressure on yourself Mm -hmm. and um i heard someone say like this is how you end up with anxiety Mm -hmm. like this can actually fuel your anxiety definitely can and so for those that are suffering with it like you got to get to the root cause of what's really making you feel anxious Mm -hmm. and um that's one of the things that I'm actually asking God like to help me with because uh, shortly after I had Elijah, I had bouts of like anxiety. Didn't know what it was, but like had moments of anxiety and anxiety attacks and have been healed from that. Like the Lord Praise really God. did something wonderful in my life and hadn't had an anxiety attack in years. Mm-hmm. The thing about it is it doesn't mean that I don't ever feel anxious or I don't ever feel like it could happen again. It's just that 
I recognize the trigger points now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I and I have some steps that I take to kind of to help with it. And praise the Lord, I've not had to deal with it. But this right here, this particular season that we're in, I have to be particularly careful right. to make sure that my trigger points are not um, mm-hmm. easily accessed. Right. And for me, I have to remember when dealing with imposter syndrome that I, what I'm actually doing by trying to overperform and try to make sure I'm doing everything's possible is I'm, what I'm doing is I'm almost creating myself to be an idol. I'm putting Ooh. myself in God's position. I'm saying, wow. well, I have to do this. I have to do this. Wow. I have to make sure I do this. Yeah. And in actuality, I'm putting myself in a place where God is. Because in, in these in our shoes and what we're talking about, God builds a church. Absolutely. God's going to build a church. We're going to be obedient. We're going to be tools that he's going to use to build his church. But he builds his church. He builds his kingdom. We're going to help enhance it. And we get to partner with God to do this. But he builds it. So why am I putting all this pressure on myself? But I dare say that some of the things are, if not all the things that God has called each and every one of you to do, whatever your purpose and your calling is in your life, God is going to help you get achieve those things as well. He's not leaving you by yourself in it. So why are you putting all this pressure on yourself to perform and, and, and being subdued or coming under submission of imposter syndrome exactly and even further like let's break it down i'm gonna see if we can break it down like Mm -hmm. because we've been talking about the church but let's also like just go to marriage yeah let's go to marriage like i think we have a good marriage i think so I think we're pretty good. Yeah, I think we're pretty good, too. Um, funny enough, Darren did, like, an assessment uh, yes, for did. church planting. And um, one of his highest scores was, like, in marriage. I love my wife. And one of the highest scores was in marriage. And it was just basically saying, like, you guys have a healthy marriage. <laughs> it was just like, awesome. Hey, that is so, that's cool. Here's the thing. Um, for us, like, in marriage, I'll just speak on it a little bit and you tell me if i'm right or wrong Mm -hmm. um so honestly and let me just be transparent with you guys this is one thing i'm actually we're talking it through with you guys because literally what we talked about before we Mm -hmm. did the record started the recording was about the church yep and so right now we're about to freestyle yep curveball and walk through it in the marriage so far as like imposter syndrome like i'll just speak on me okay so like as a wife i i feel that there is a lot of self-doubt like you think i'm a great wife i do and and other people may like hear some of the things that we or like when we have women's group or when we talk we lead a marriage ministry we do um we we counsel uh married couples and so like it can it can come off and be perceived that we have a really really good marriage or we have a strong marriage or mm-hmm. that I'm this type of wife or that type of wife and the thing about it is I have so much self doubt I am so um, critical of myself mm-hmm. and I think I can always be better yeah I always think I can be better and because of that I try to overachieve. Because I think, oh, I can do so much more. And I try to overachieve. And as I set goals as a wife, high expectation goals that I oftentimes don't meet Mm. because they're set so high. And then I feel like I'm failing 
as a wife because I did not meet those exceptionally high lofty goals that I set for myself. Yeah. It is like, like Darren said earlier, a vicious cycle. Yeah. And that is, that is one of the things as far as like the, like imposter syndrome. Yeah. For me. And I think as far as we're sticking to our marriage, I mean, oh my goodness. I mean, one of the things that, uh, and we may hit on this later, so I, I'll maybe a quick spoiler. You, you can tend to compare yourself to other people mm. and to other people's mm-hmm. marriages mm-hmm. in this case. Mm-hmm. So I may look at maybe some other couple like, oh, man, they, they have it all together. Mm-hmm. They got the big house and, oh, they just moved or whatever it is. And they have all the, 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 the kids and stuff. And they seem like they have it all together. And then I start questioning myself, well, man, is your marriage as good as you think it is? Are you as good as a husband as you think you are? You know? Yeah, sure, you don't raise your voice or whatever, but still, do you hang your anger the way you should? You know, do you internalize things well? And those are things that you have to start questioning. So I'm, I can be very critical of myself as well, you know, uh, and, and think, well, maybe I'm missing it. Maybe I'm not as good as a father as I think I am. Maybe I'm missing it with the kids. Maybe I'm not as available as some other dad is available, right? And you have to to remember who you are when you come to these things. But it gets really, really tough when you compare to other people or when you're really analyzing yourself and being so critical of yourself. And you really can feel like, man, shoot, why does she even marry me? Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Literally, comparison is from the devil. Yeah. (laughs) Comparison is from the devil. The Bible speaks against it. And here's here's the truth. It is really, really hard to get out of it. It is really hard to get out of it because you are surrounding yourself with people. Yes. Okay. So there's all there is there's always an opportunity to compare yourself to someone in their situation. There's always the opportunity. And I think I think that's some things that we just have to really be careful of. And and yeah, that's just one of the things we have to really be careful of. Yeah. So very quickly, I wanted to say something. I wanted to say something about this podcast. I, I was going to, so I hope you do. Maybe we're thinking the same thing. Let's see if we're thinking the same thing. Okay. So what I wanted to say was that even in doing this podcast, there's a little bit of imposter syndrome. Yes, it is. So we don't just get on here and talk about any and everything. No. We create the subjects. We do our research, we sit and we talk, and we develop the show. Right. And even in our research, even though we do the work, there is still the moment like, hmm, am I, do I really know what I should know enough right. to talk about this to a lot of people? Mm-hmm. Are we qualified to be giving people advice about this? You know, and, <laughs> and, and I don't know when that's going to stop. Probably won't. <laughs> I don't know when that's going to stop. Like, ministry is our life. Yes, it is. We have people that are in our homes often. Yeah, I enjoy that. And we have people that we talk to a mm-hmm. lot. And honestly, the Holy Spirit. <laughs> that's how it's done. The that's Holy, the secret sauce right that, The Holy Spirit <laughs> Is ever present. Ever present. Speaking and and giving us things and revealing things. And that is honestly 
how we do things. Man, let me tell you. What, and in in and in addition to the book knowledge that we have. Yeah. You know, we have the book knowledge, but we depend on the Holy Spirit to do these things. And 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 even in all of that, we still feel unqualified yeah, <laughs> sometimes. Man, doing, that is imposter syndrome for you. It you is. can have it a hundred percent ready, a hundred percent there, and still think the way you think. Yeah, I mean, because God can speak to you sometimes too, and, and and it happens plenty of times. Like we have people in our home, or even doing this podcast. Sometimes I I, I say something, or Pamela say something. I'm like, ooh. That was good. And I say something like, man, I'm not good enough to know that it had to be the Holy Spirit right there. But then later on, after the podcast is over, Satan will come back to me and like, hey, it wasn't that. Right. It wasn't all that. It wasn't that good. Imposter syndrome. He would change you with that. Now, the, now I don't know if I'm getting on course, but the thing I was going to say oh, about okay. the podcast oh. was that we mentioned earlier that this is our second time oh. <laughs> recording this podcast. Now, let me tell you why it's oh. the second time. Remember recording this podcast, is that we second guess ourselves. Was it good enough? Oh my gosh. And yes. We don't, we don't want to just serve you guys anything. We went back and, like, was that good enough? Did we handle it correctly? Was Did we that- say what we wanted to say? Right. Did we get the point across the way we wanted to get the point across? Right. Was this really going to help somebody? And, and the imposter syndrome probably said in there, like, nope, it sucked. That's why you didn't put it out. That's why it's not good. And, like, okay. But, Facts. Facts, because it was ready last week. (laughs) It should have been out last week. And um and we sat here and we did a whole nother thing. Mm -hmm. But let's move on. Let's move on. Let's get to the different types. Yep, so it's different types of imposter syndrome that we may have just described one of them <laughs> oh yeah and so they go with like this it's the perfectionist somebody who's never really satisfied and always feel that their work could be better so we probably fell into that category a little bit last week but we really really want to we care about what we're giving to you guys we care about we the really things we do. say we do so that's that's one of the types of, of uh imposter syndrome uh types of imposter syndrome Another one is the superhero, somebody who um, feels inadequate and feels like they can't really do it, but they always try to push themselves to be work as hard as they possibly can. Uh, then there's the expert. So these are individuals who try to learn as much as they can and have a good level of understanding for things. But they're never satisfied with Never them. satisfied. Never satisfied with what they do. And they always underrate their own expertise and what they've learned. Then there's your natural genius, a person who person who's kind of naturally gifted in certain areas, uh, but they will set these audacious goals for themselves. But then they'll feel really, really bad if they fall short of them. And then the last one is the soloist. That's the person that tends to do stuff all by themselves, and their productivity is just all about what they do. And they usually reject help from other people. And because they, they consider that to be a sign of weakness. And I think some people actually um, suffer from that. I myself at certain points will say I will suffer from that as well. And it's not that I like to be by myself, but I and I think I may have heard you say this before, too. Maybe if I'm wrong, tell me I'm wrong. But sometimes you just hate to ask for help because you don't want people to think that you're vulnerable or weak or you can't hack it or whatever it is. So. Like literally, um I feel like that's also something that I may be dealing with when it comes to the church plant. 
because we need we need help mm-hmm. but i also feel like if we ask for help then people may think that we we're not qualified to do it yeah because we need help but realistically when you actually take a look at it it's just like you're planning a whole church of course you need help but you're right but because that's exactly what's crossed my mind like you're gonna ask me for help you're the pastor right you're supposed to know this type of stuff <laughs> and that's the thing that comes to my mind like well i mean yeah but i mean it's god still need god's help and i need your help too yeah you know? and jesus didn't do ministry by himself that's that he didn't he had 12 disciples for a reason <laughs> and so and so yeah so like those are the things that we're dealing with and like i said like well not like i said true facts i did say this in the first podcast that we did that you guys won't hear because we are recording it a second time <laughs> so like i said in the previous podcast that we recorded <laughs> concerning imposter syndrome um that it it is it is it is very difficult but it it's also something that that we're dealing with. Yeah. We don't discuss anything that we're not dealing with. That's true. Or that we haven't gone through. Correct. When we come and we discuss anything on this podcast, it is because we are either going through it or we have gone through it and we want to share our experience and we want to share what God has revealed and how he's helped us get through it and the other resources um, that we have used to cope and to move past um, whatever the issue has been. And so that's what we want to do, especially with you guys today. So we also have some ideas on how to cope or how to like move past imposter syndrome. Yeah, you want to ask yourself certain questions to kind of help you get to the standpoint of why you feel the way you feel. Yeah. You know, to kind of help you work through it. So, you know, just this simple questions such as like, you know, what, how do you think about yourself? What, what are your thoughts about yourself? What do you really believe about yourself? Correct. Like, like, what are your thoughts? I mean, you know, don't shoot from the hip. Don't sugarcoat it. Like, what do you think about yourself and figure out why do you feel that way? Actually, and you know, one's better. Like, how do you talk to yourself? Yeah, that's good. How how do you talk to yourself? Because how you talk to yourself is actually like just a, you know, a reflection of how you feel about yourself. Yes. Like if you're going around saying I mess things up or I'm a screw up, why do you feel that way? Yeah. You know, really deep examination. Yeah. Really sit in that for a minute to figure that out. I mean, and other questions as well. Like, you know, do you feel like you're worthy of love? Do you people do you feel like people love you the way you are? Is that something that that you want to ask yourself? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And then I would say maybe like, you know, do I have, is perfection the key? Do I have to be perfect for people to like me, for people to approve of me? Do I have to be perfect? Oh my gosh. Is it perfect? Okay. So this is one thing that I tell my kids. Okay. So I always tell them, um, practice makes progress. Yes, it does. Because I don't want them to live in a world thinking that perfection is the goal. That is not the goal. No. That is not the goal at all. We are made per- we will be made perfect in Christ um after all of this is said and done. Yes. <laughs> yes. But like as far as like perfection here on this earth, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, progress. And so do you feel like perfection is where you where you need to go or where what we need to what we need to be. And so I think that one of the things we have to do is we have to take a look at ourselves and we have to just kind of 
Like we said, start from the beginning. What is it that I really believe about myself? How do I speak to myself? Okay, let's start from the beginning. How do I speak for myself? Can I can I be loved? Yeah. And where I am in the in the state that I am, do I have to be perfect? Uh, you know, well, the, the questions the answer to all these questions should be yes. <laughs> Not do wait, I wait, have no. to be perfect? But to that question should be yes. You do deserve to be loved, absolutely. Yeah. And no, you don't have to be perfect. No, you don't. You know, and, and that, that's what I want to make sure that you get out of out of a lot of this. You know, it's just recognizing how God sees you. Yeah. That should be a question that you ask yourself as well. Because where you're talking about imposter syndrome and, and all these thoughts that you have of yourself, ask yourself where they come from. You know, you know, why do you feel that way again? And what are these thoughts from? Because I'm pretty sure God, your creator, doesn't feel that way about you. You know, so you have to ask yourself, you know, if I have these negative thoughts about myself, if I feel like I'm an imposter, God doesn't think you're an imposter. He didn't make you an imposter. He made you who you are for a reason, and he's partnering with you to do the things that you want to want to be done. So we also have um, just certain things you can think about, you know, when you're trying to overcome this as well and kind of move past those imposter feelings as well. And I think one of the things you can do is share your feelings with people who care about you. Absolutely. The thing about when you talk to other people and you open up and let them know what's going on with you, it's kind of like they can clear out the smoke yeah. because people um, you people don't see you the way you see yourself. And so when you allow your friends or your three, your core three and, and to allow them into your inner feelings and what's going on, they can speak against that cloud of negativity that's like over your head and they can dispel the lies of the enemy that are coming in the form of imposter syndrome and help you get out of that rut yes and if you're married your spouse should be able to do that for you as well because i know my wife does it for me consistently if i ever need if she ever sees that i'm struggling in any capacity whether it's imposter syndrome or something else Oh, she'll definitely speak life to me and remind me of who I really am. And I definitely try to return the favor to her. Absolutely. Uh, another um, thing that you can do, and I have a script, a scripture for this one, is that if you're struggling with imposter syndrome, know that other people around you are probably struggling with it as well. So pay attention to their struggles, focus on them, and then you can pray for them through their struggles. Absolutely. So... Philippians chapter 2, verses 3 and 4. And it says, don't be selfish. Don't try to impress others. Be humble, thinking of others as better than yourselves. Don't look out for only your own interests, but take an interest in others too. Absolutely. So I think that scripture kind of makes it biblical for us. I think it definitely is biblical. When you're struggling with anything, actually... Pray for find somebody else who's struggling with the same thing. If you're struggling with finances, pray for someone. See, if, find somebody else. Excuse me, that's struggling with their finances too, and pray that God will meet their need. So, if you're struggling with imposter syndrome, you know you should be open up to other people and find other people that you're that you know are struggling with that. Focus on them and pray for their issues, and I believe God would meet your needs as well because God cares about you, but He also cares about everybody else as well. 
Yeah. It's important. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And it's not about like getting together and just sharing like, oh, we both have the same problems. Let's share all about, you know, like it's not a a, wound looking party. Yeah. It's not a wound looking Mm -hmm. party, but it is an area where you pray for people. Like, honestly, here's the truth. Guys, you guys know the struggle that I talked about for this baby journey. Yeah. What did I do? I had a list, and I've shared this on my socials. I've had a list in one of my prayer journals, a list of people that were trying for a baby. I wrote their names down, and I wrote a prayer, especially for them. Those that were pregnant, I wrote their names down, and I wrote a prayer for them. And I would pray over these women, those that were trying to conceive, and those that were already pregnant for the safety of their pregnancy and their babies and their bodies. I would Mm -hmm. pray for them because... I knew that one, it was so very important that I not focus so much on what I I was struggling with or what I was dealing with at the time. Yeah. And I wanted to lend my prayers to someone. God already knew what I needed. He already knew what my heart was aching for. Yes. And he and I still prayed about my needs, but my focus was not always on me. My focus was on these other women who were also dealing with infertility and dealing with the desire to have children. And I tried my best to just make sure that I prayed for them. So it is very important. If you're dealing with imposter syndrome, that is what Darren is talking about. Mm-hmm. Focus your prayers on other people. Try to try to help other people because in that, you may discover that you can do more than what you initially thought. Yeah, you... You've ever um, seen somebody go through something and from the outside looking in, you're able to have a clear head and you're able to talk them through situations sometimes to where they're kind of frantic about it. When you pray for other people who are struggling with the same thing about that you're that you're struggling with. So in this case, imposter syndrome, you have a clear head. You can kind of can see what it is. So you're able to pray for them about the issue and give them sound advice. But while you're doing that, you're also recognizing how it applies to you as well. Because now you can have a clear picture about what you're dealing with and say, hey, if it works for them, for giving them this good advice. If God is giving me these prayers for this person, I know God's also going to answer these prayers for myself as well. Absolutely. What's another reason, another way? So I think also what you should do as well is when you're talking about imposter syndrome, it's normally about your performance and what you're doing wrong, what you're not doing well. So take small steps to correct that thinking and stop focusing on what you're doing wrong and start focusing on what you're doing right. Absolutely. So take small steps and just say, hey, well, you know, I may not be where I want to be, but I do this well. I do this really good as well. Oh, and this went well on this situation instead of just focusing in on um, the losses or the things that didn't go right for you as well. Change your mind and take small steps to make those uh, those those changes those are those little adjustments and honestly that ties into like assessing your abilities because sometimes you just need to take a uh an inventory of or better yet rehearse your past victories you know write down your accomplishments the things that you are good at the things that you have done well like darren was said and you can have like a different opinion of that honestly it's just like It's just like, because when you don't have those things in front of you, Mm -hmm. it's really hard for you to see who you really are. Yes, absolutely. And I think this this next one, we've we've talked about it before, so I'm going to spend too much time on it. But please, guys, stop comparing yourself to other people. Yeah. Don't compare yourself to anybody else. God made you uniquely you. 
And I've heard somebody say, don't be uh, was was a, a cheap knockoff of somebody great. Be the greatest you you can be. Yeah. So don't compare yourself to anybody else or anybody else's gifts or what anybody else has, has gotten. Just stop doing that because it does you no good. And not only that, but again, what it does is it pretty much tells God that you feel like he made a mistake in you because he didn't make you as good as somebody else. Yeah, so stop comparing yourself. One way to do that is to use social media social media moderately. Mm-hmm. Um, don't be on uh, Instagram too much. Don't be in Pinterest a lot, Facebook, whatever social media pages you use. You know, use those um, quite uh, moderately. Don't yeah. don't because honestly, that is how you end up in comparison syndrome. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> that is how you end up comparing yourself to other people. So you want to stay off of that as much as you can. Yeah, I think uh, probably finally just, you know, resolve within yourself that you're going to beat this thing. That God's with you. Amen. And you're not going to let imposter syndrome rule your entire life. Pray about it. Let it go. And just continue to build up to what God wants you to be. Just really start, like my wife said earlier, rehearse your past victories. Look back and see all the great things that God has already done in and through you and and rehearse those things to recognize that he has even more for you. If you're still breathing breath, you still have opportunity. You still have uh, things that God wants to use you for. And it's recognized that these are things that God wants to do through you only that he has specifically laid out for you. Focus on those things instead of focusing on things that that seem to go wrong or in areas where you don't think that you're good enough. God has you in this. He really does. Absolutely. And that's honestly what we're doing right now. Yes. We are focusing on what the good things that the Lord has already done in our lives. Yes, it is. The good things and the miracles and the prayers that have been answered um, for the people that we have ministered to, the people that we have made relationships with, the people that we have partnered with and just joined together to do things for the kingdom of God. And honestly, that is is how we are moving forward with our church plan in Cannon Falls. God has called us mm-hmm. for this particular season, and he's doing something new in our hearts. Yes. And he is doing something new when we renew our minds. And because of that, we can move forward in confidence knowing that not only are we going to plant this church, but he will build this church, and we will be able to share and uh, share the good news, the miracles, the revival that is about to come. We are so, so very, very excited. Yes. And I just want to do this one time. I want to invite all of you to partner with us in mm-hmm. prayer um, with the church plant of Cannon Falls. Oh, I don't care where you are. I just want you to go into prayer with us right now because we're getting ready to pray. Yes. Um, and I want you to pray for... Uh, the church in Cannon Falls, Minnesota, what we're doing, and just pray that the Lord will continue to reveal himself and show himself and bring people. And if you are in Minnesota and God has called you to the area of Cannon Falls and you are looking for a church home, we want to invite you to join Bethel's Rock Church, Cannon Falls, Minnesota. Mm -hmm. Give us a message. Give us a shout. Let us know you're with us. Let us know if you're interested in anything. You want to volunteer if you want to help whatever it is we 
are excited. Very. And very. If you will just mm-hmm. pray for us. Absolutely. Well, God, we just thank you so much, Lord, for what you're doing in our lives and for the uh, for Cannon Falls and the church in Cannon Falls and the people of Cannon Falls as well. And we just thank you, Lord, for what you're doing. We trust you and we know that you're going to bring this up for through us, Lord. But we also pray for everybody who's listening right now, Lord. We pray for all the people who's listening. Help them with imposter syndrome as well, Lord, and breathe that with them ever present in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. See you next time, guys. Bye. Bye.